0: Hey, everybody. It's Matt here. And before we get to the episode today, I just want to invite you to slay this giant of sexual sin with us. I want to invite you to consider doing an event with us. We have so many different kinds of events that we could do. There's events for men. There's events for men and women. Events for parents, for youth, for young adults. There's Sunday morning preaching. Um, Some of the events that we do are for our one-time things and some are weekend-long conferences. And so if this is on your heart and you'd like to address sexuality and porn in your church or in your circle, in your ministry or whatever that might look like, Uh, I would invite you to go to restoredministries.ca slash events. You can see what's possible there with some things that we've done in the past. And we're also very flexible with working with different event organizers and and churches in what it can look like for their particular setting. And so if you have it on your heart to carry the message forward of, of freedom and wholeness and health over sexual brokenness, I would love to chat about what that might look like. Go to restoredministries.ca slash events and at the bottom of the page, you'll see my email and feel free to email me. We can hop on a Zoom call together and look at what doing an event together might look like for you. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Happner.
1: Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to Pure Victory Podcast. Hope we're finding you well. Hope you're doing well in life and that you're able to just take part in these podcasts. And it's been maybe an encouragement for you, no matter where you're at, if you're battling porn addiction or other sexual kind of brokenness, um, whatever else, or you refer to the people, you just like listening along just because you enjoy this. Wherever you're at, we want to say thank you for Listening and referring us to other people, spreading the word, getting the word out—it's really how we get this podcast to get into the uh, the years, I guess, of everybody that is listening, and that's really how it's grown. And we want to just thank you so much for doing that for us. But we're and back, and oh, go ahead. Well, even if it's even if it's not Wednesday for you, it's it's Wednesday somewhere. Right? Oh, that's true. That, I didn't even think of that. that. They say it's
0: five o'clock somewhere. It's Wednesday somewhere. It's Friday Street. somewhere. <laughs> there you go. So now you know Wednesday is a recording day. Not. No, oh man, no, it's not even. It's not even Wednesday. Oh, it's oh, it's now I'm really throwing myself (laughs) off.
1: We're keeping all this. This is gold. Don't edit this out. It is actually Monday today. I'm looking
0: at my computer. I'm like, it's Monday right now. Yeah, I'm just speaking into the future.
1: Yeah, Wednesdays is when these come out. You're looking behind the curtain of uh, of this. I don't know if that's a good thing, but (laughs) anyway,s we're off rails here. Let's get back to this. Um, But today we have another great episode we're going to be talking with you about why we need to look at our lifestyle when it comes to porn and how we're living our life. And there, what are some things we can do in regards to our lifestyle that will put us on a much better pathway uh, and then towards freedom and victory and all that goodness that comes with that and why we do need to be aware of our lifestyle. Uh, so let's jump into it. I think the first area that we were talking about is that will frame our understanding is uh, adding behaviors and losing behaviors and the understanding between those two. Cause I think we just primarily focus on losing behaviors and nothing more. And while that is important, we need to lose some stuff. We have to add things to our life as well. And that's a, that's a really key central point that we often miss. I know I did for sure. Well, You
0: look at the Bible, and if you haven't been aware of this, now you'll be aware of this. When you read the Bible, there's always a don't do this and do this. Mm -hmm. Don't get drunk on wine, but rather be filled with the Spirit. Don't do this, but do this. Um, Don't don't engage in vulgar jokes, but rather have Thanksgiving. Like, there's always a I don't do it and I do do it. (laughs) And so... Um, I don't do in a doo doo. We'll just talk about the doo doos today. I, I like that <laughs> you way <said> better. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm on it today. Hey, like you're trying to get ahead um, and think think with wisdom. And, uh-huh. and hey, episodes are coming out Wednesday. I'm going to say happy Wednesday. And I'm like totally not even with you. Throw us off track there. Now I'm talking about doo doos. Yeah, why do people listen to me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm entertained. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So there's the don't do's and the do do's. And so we have to not just think about the don't do's, but think about the do do's too. And so Mm -hmm. I was, I I love Romans 13, 14, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a do do and make no provision for the flesh. No, make no provision for the flesh. Don't, don't think about how to gratify its desires. When we think about not doing something, we're, we're thinking about doing something. That's essentially, I mean, our brains don't comprehend negatives. And so we need to understand how we're made and and go in alignment with that, think in alignment with that. And so when I say our brains don't comprehend negatives, it's that's why when we think about not doing something, we're doing something. And our brain's thinking about that thing. And so... To make no provision for the flesh in Romans thirteen fourteen, but rather put on the Lord Jesus Christ, like put him on. What are you? What does Jesus do? How are we living like him mm-hmm. today? Um, it's so important, and so we want to speak practically to that, and and just highlight some different things because there's there's some things that stand out that we don't want to do. They're the big things, the big mistakes, the big sins. But there's also some little things, some subtle things that maybe we're not always aware of. Um, and, and we're even less aware of often of the do-do's, yeah. things that we are to do that would help us. Um, and nothing nothing's an obligation. Like you have to do it, but it's so much better for us when we do do these things.
1: That's right. And what this does, I think, when we understand these lifestyle shifts that we're talking about here, of the do-do's and the don't-do's, <laughs> I love it, is that it, it, it really defeats this mindset of white-knuckling it. We've talked a lot about white-knuckling it. What, what white-knuckling it, is is that you are trying so hard not to do something. So you're hanging on for dear life. And that's where that white knuckle analogy comes from. Because you're holding on so tight that you hope you don't do something. You know, that whole mentality of don't think about porn, don't look at porn, don't think about porn, don't look about porn, look, look at porn. And what that does is it creates this mindset that eventually is self-defeating. Because if you say, don't look at porn, don't look at porn, don't look at porn, you're going to look at porn. <laughs> So we have to add something to our life when we lose something. So that's really what the key is. And, you know, I think that, you know, for example, you know, it is important that we lose some behavior. One kind of behavior that we need to lose is, you know, our access points to porn, where we look at porn. We've talked about this, you know, where do we gain access to porn? And so the behavior we're losing is, for instance, we are not going to use our cell phone in the bathroom. We are not going to look at our laptop past a certain time. All these different things, right? And there's, there's a lot of nuance to this, but we lose the access points. That's losing a behavior. Um, but then we usually stop there. That's it. That's, that's as far as we get. <laughs> and then what happens is we look for other access points because we haven't added anything into that void. And when we don't add anything to a void... To that void, we will go back to our drug of choice. Where we want to because we have still an emptiness there. We're not filling our life with anything, and of course, when when we lose something, we need to turn to Jesus, and He's what fills the needs of our heart and transforms us from the inside out. And if we're not doing that, if we're not turning to God, but instead just losing one particular behavior, we're just going to rearrange our life to just go back to our drug. So okay, we're not going to go to our laptop anymore. We'll go to go down the list, whatever we do to get porn. So that's why it's important that, you know, and that verse is so great. And there's another one, you know, talking about how we need to think about, and this is Philippians 4, 8, We need to think about those things that are good. So thinking is an action. So it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So there's a void in our mind, Right we've we've removed that i'm not going to look at porn i'm not going to look at porn i'm not going to look at porn now you replace it with i'm going to think about all those great things what is true what is noble what is right what is pure what is lovely what is admirable and the answer to these questions i mean we're going to get into this but i mean it's a good old sunday school answer jesus is the answer <laughs> and it, it's true Always. absolutely and uh but so we need to start filling our mind with all those good things and, and and removing that void from our life because voids well we're going to fill it with something so it'd be better to fill it with all of those wonderful things that are mentioned in that that verse there
0: well and you joke about jesus being the answer and the truth is he is the answer mm-hmm. and so you know sometimes we can joke and say oh i know the sunday school answer is jesus but that can be almost damaging in the sense that then we dis- we dismiss that and we try to think about different things. So I want you to actually think like, who is Jesus? Who is he? And who can ha- who can he be to you? Because he really is the answer, and that's why it's so important to to not just say it but have a revelation of it. Um, if you're sitting there and you and you've said that lots or thought that like, oh, I know Jesus is the answer, but maybe, maybe I'm missing something. I think probably what you're missing is really truly who Jesus is. And so I don't want you to th- think that and then just dismiss it and go on to something else. I mean, you look at this what Braden's saying in Philippians four, it's like, whatever is true. So who's the truth? It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus is noble. Like who is right. He is, he's pure. Mm-hmm. He's lovely. And, and so if Jesus is all of these things, he's admirable, he's excellent. He's praiseworthy. He's all of these things. What, what kind of love does he have for you? Uh, why does he think that way about you? Why does he Why does he spend time with you? Why does he reveal things to you? Why does he care about you? Um, it's because it's who he is and also because you're the apple of his eye because you are incredible in his sight and he wants that to come out. And so when you think about these things, um, what I'm saying, I'm not even doing it intentionally, I'm just saying that's who he is, but really like when you do that and you make it personal, that does start to change us. And so you know there's different things uh, in terms of our god-given gifts to our relationships things that are pure the gifts that he's given us in terms of even just shelter or work if it's enjoyable or relationships i mean all of those things i think are great but also ultimately it's him and we don't want to dismiss that and so i i love what when it says whatever is true when i was younger i didn't know better and it used to confuse me because i'm thinking like okay So I'm in, I'm in sin. Like that's true. (laughs) The truth is I'm in sin. So when it thinks when it says to think about whatever is true, I'm like, okay, well, I'll think about porn. Then think about my own shame and mistakes. (laughs) But the truth is, some people say it this way. There's truth and there's fact. The fact is you're in porn. The truth is Jesus. The truth is his, his right hand is strong enough to pull you out of that. The truth is he loves you regardless. And it's amazing when we, go on this journey of changing our mindset sometimes how hard it is and i would say oftentimes how hard it is because we've been in this way of thinking for so so long we also have thoughts in our head that make sense to us because they're based on the behaviors that we see and living in faith is different sometimes we think that if we declare or believe scripture um, then we're not living in reality because we like, okay, so he presents me as holy and blameless to the father, but I know I'm in sin. Like that's not real. And so we think, well, I'm living in reality. Like I'm just being real with where I'm at. Like, yeah, but Jesus also is real <laughs> mm-hmm. and he knows where you're at. And he still wrote the word of God to apply to the things going on in your life. And so we can justify away all of the things that we do do, that we justify away the do do's, but we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, We want to stop doing that and then make a doo-doo out of believing the Word of God in a real way that's
1: really applicable to where we're at. Mm -hmm. And I think that the tangible and the practical of this, uh, because, I mean, you might hear that and not understand what that actually means in your life in the day-to-day. And we've talked about this in other episodes, but I think the key really is in, in working on the things that will draw us closer to God or the things that will help us to understand who he is more and understand um, who we are in relation to him. And so that means spending time with him. That means engaging with that. Sometimes we need the help of others to do that in community, to learn together. That could be through, you know, being involved in community or you're, you're going through the Bible together or um, you have others that are, are helping you understand certain things, a pastor you can ask questions of, or a Christian friend that you can you can talk about some of these things with, um, or on, on even on the levels of counselor, biblical counseling, those that have, are Christ followers, that are counselors that can help you, not only in addiction component, but also in getting to know Jesus better. These are things that we can do that we can add to our life that will help us to know God more. And uh, I think that that's important because sometimes we don't have context for this. You know, we we do read the Bible, but we we don't really understand, or we have a hard time applying, or we have a hard time receiving what it is saying. So we need help outside of ourselves sometimes uh, to really engage with this, and that's important. That's why we always say, be part of a church family, find a good church to be involved in. If that isn't something that you have currently right now, we we're praying for you, but find a church around you that is a Bible-based. Jesus following church and lean into that and explore that. We need that community in our life. And so many times we say that's because we have a void. We are isolated and um, when we are battling things like porn and we move more into isolation. And that's what that sin does for us. It really causes us to remove ourselves from others' lives. And we just get really lonely in that. And really the shame grows and festers in that kind of environment. So that's why the things we need to add is how can we know God better and how can we, being community in that, because God does call us to be with others in that. So that's a simple thing that we can do is, is try to explore that. If you don't have that in your life, that's something that I would say start there um, and, and start moving in, because we can miss that, and we think that's, oh, that's a given. It's not a given. <laughs> not everybody has that. Even you might attend church, but you've never gotten involved. You've never gotten involved in any kind of capacity at all because you feel the shame. You don't want anybody to know who you are behind closed doors. You think you just don't have what it takes. All these lies. And so why does the enemy do that to you? He does not want you in community. He doesn't want you to be in relationship with others. He doesn't want you to know God uh, on a deeper level. So he's going to remove you from everything that is life-giving in that sense.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. One other one other one that I know uh, Brad and pointed out to me once was where it says in scripture to flee from sexual immorality. Um, we need to think, okay, we're fleeing from that, but what are we fleeing towards? And so in second 2 Timothy two 22, it says, but flee youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace. And with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And so I want to do what Braden was doing and get practical. Like what does it actually look like for you to pursue righteousness in your life? If God is, if there's like a like a conviction in your life, like, oh, I should probably stop having these conversations or I should stop doing this thing or watching this content or stop being on this social media app, um, what does it look like for you to pursue righteousness in your life? Or what does it look like for you to pursue faith? Maybe you're holding on to something because you're wanting control in your life. You can't give things up in your life to and live in faith. Maybe you're holding on to something. Or maybe you're not pursuing love in the sense that you're not loving people. You're not intentionally actionably is that a word i don't know but actionably loving people um it says to pursue that like how could you pursue love great sermon at my church yesterday was awesome it was all about our words and and like how could we encourage people how could we not be a fault finder but be someone who encourages and builds someone up with our words do we do that because when we do that it's so satisfying to the heart it's so I remember one time somebody I heard he's like, man, when I give, that's the most selfish thing ever because when I give, I get more reward than anybody. <laughs> it's like that's not the most selfish thing ever for sure, but I understand what he's saying. That when we live a life of giving, um, we're giving love, we're we're being an example of peace to someone. Uh, man, that does so so much to us. And so, are we pursuing peace in relationship, or are we just kind of like status quo with tension? And this is just how it is, or are we actively pursuing peace? because these are the things that when it says to flee youthful lusts it says pursue these things. And so we want to know what does it look like practically to do that? And you know, really simply with our with our devices to flee sexual immorality, flee youthful lusts. It's not just flee porn, it's flee a youth youthful lust. Mm-hmm. Does that mean flee pages that aren't healthy, that aren't yeah. good, that are that are sexual in nature or flee content that is putting those those thoughts in your minds um flee isolating yourself from people which is such a common thing with people stuck in sexual sin such a common thing to isolate themselves we want to flee that that might be something that we we hang on to because from the time when we were young we were like well i don't have anybody to talk to and we've now lived a lifestyle of isolation but that's a protective mechanism god is saying flee that Mm -hmm. Um, pursue love pursue peace um, and do it with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Yeah. Uh, this community aspect is so important. And so we want to encourage you, look at your life. Like, what have you not been willing to do um, that the Lord is saying don't do it? And which doo do? are you resistant towards taking action on? You know, for me personally, I, I started being more creative, uh, where I used to always tell myself, I'm just not a creative person. I'm more an athlete. I'm not creative. And the reality is, when I got out of porn, it was like, man, I am more creative than I thought. I, I do have that in me. It's just it, how it is is different. Than I'm not like a painter, not a musician, but I'm creative in various ways. I would pursue relationships more than ever. I would I would actually have fun with people. I would mm-hmm. open up, and these are the, some of the doo dos that I would do. I would I would spend more time just in God, in, in, in God, in, that is true in God. But mm-hmm. in my in the privacy of my room with God, mm-hmm. that's a doo doo that I actually started doing for real. I started opening up with people in relationships, not just, not to, I mean, I love games, playing games. I'd always want to play games. I still do with, with friends. I always love it, but I actually, for the first time started actually loving when I'm just hanging out with someone and we're actually just talking and being open in life. Whereas before it was just all surface and just shallow. And so I started being open and seeking counsel. And so those are some of the things that for me really helped me. Um, I know for others, it's like, oh, when I started working out, that was really helpful for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. That didn't really make a difference for me, I'll be honest, but I know for other people, it did. And so you just need to be real with where you're at.
1: Yeah. And don't get defeated uh, if you try something and, and you're you're just not feeling that. Now, sometimes we do have to push through because, I mean, we know this when we are dealing with uh, a certain kind of lifestyle that we have so ingrained in us of so maybe a trigger point we look at porn we go through the shame and guilt cycle go back to you know we go through that kind of that that cycle over and over again we've done that for years sometimes these things lose their luster in life like you might have really enjoyed hiking in the past but you just don't see it the same way anymore you don't want to do it anymore you just don't have any joy in that you know i would still say revisit it keep pushing in like once we lose that that component of drug of choice that we're going to porn you know and we're replacing and we're adding um, you know, can really lean into some of those things that you want once enjoyed. Um, and I would even say go hiking again and, and bring your Bible and, You you know, spend, if you loved hiking, I mean, usually that's a clue. You love nature. You really see God in that. You feel really connected to that. So lean into that, bring your Bible or, um, uh, maybe grab, uh, your headphones and put a podcast on that speaks to about God or worship music and, and just really enter in and melt into that moment. And, and really Push in, don't get defeated if you're having a hard time there. Keep pushing in, things like that. And because God, one of the beautiful things about God is he created us with uh, likes and dislikes. He created us to enjoy things. And I've, I've really come to learn this, that you the things that he's created you to love to do, see them as an act of worship. When I'm on the ninth tee at a, at a beautiful golf course and I smack a, a drive down the middle, that's an act of worship for me. I'm like, thank you, God, I can do this. When I slice it, well, I might have a different kind of mindset, but no, I'm still you, loving it.
0: You don't slice it. You don't slice
1: it. I slice it and I worship your, drive, your yeah. drive right down the pipe. He's being really kind right now. He crushes it. But anyways, that's an act of worship for me. And I've learned to, to rethink that. In the past, it was a very selfish kind of focused thing. But now I'm like, man, the beauty of your creation here. Thank you that I can play golf, God. Thank you that I enjoy this, that you created me to enjoy this. And and, and take that mindset you'll have that read that kind of joyful worshipful stance in all that you do and that's adding something that i think that we're missing in our life when porn has ravaged us for years we don't have joy anymore we really are struggling in that area but when you start engaging in things like this you start to see god for who he is he loves us he he just wants us to be in those moments he enjoys when we enjoy and that's, that's so amazing. We often think that he's so angry with us when we, we're we battling porn, we're thinking God's a certain way. He's angry, he's uh, he's wrathful, all these different things. And we only view him a certain way and it can be really hard to have joy because we feel like we're just letting everybody down, including God. And, and that's why it's important to do these things. You know, We lose the behavior of porn, but you add these other uh, other areas as well. And I love what Matt said, what you said about creativity and then having community. And, but adding those hobbies, and, and it can be another thing. I think serving is a great way to really have joy in our life. When you add value to another person, when you help them with something, whether they, you help them move or you serve at your church, um, maybe even ushering, or you, you help some sort of cause, you know, helping the poor or the homeless in your, in your community, whatever it is, you can find such joy in serving. And I think sometimes when we are having porn ravage our life, so to speak, and we have these these addictions, we are so inward focused in a bad way. Like we can't get past ourselves, and we can't see others. We just don't have any capacity to do that. So we miss out on so much of what God has for us. We think we're at a standstill until we get porn out of our life. And yes, we got to get porn out of our life and do the work to do that. But God works in so many mysterious ways. I don't think He's ever called us to stop engaging in these things and that's important that we add these things to our life while we're battling porn don't lose them you know like uh, when we just encourage you with it if you're serving at your church and you're just feeling down on yourself right now don't stop don't stop talk about it you know get some people around you and talk well you know man, i'm really battling it right now i feel like i'm less than i feel like you know go down the list but share that in community with maybe your accountability structures and that's another one we need to add that's a whole other thing, but. Like talk about these things, don't stuff them, don't stuff your feeling. I think this is very much part of it where God wants to meet you. You know, when you have a feeling, it isn't right or wrong. You know, I think it's important that we process. And what is that revealing about what's going on in our life? Sometimes emotions are kind of the dashboard check engine light on our, in our cars, right? The Check engine light in our life. What's going on? And we need to unpack that and think about why do I feel what I'm feeling right now? Let's talk to somebody about that.
0: Yeah, and that's really what you're saying. When you're saying don't quit something, you, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to quit if we're overwhelmed and God's leading us to. But don't do it just out of emotion. don't like, no. talk about yeah. it with people. Don't just quit and be isolated. So that's right. I'm I'm totally with you, and uh, and I love how you're saying to bring God into things. There I was doing a sexually healthy man workshop last week at our church here. If you Uh, by the way have an in at a church if you're a pastor let's do it the sexually healthy man workshop um people are there in their 20s and 60s and everybody's like i've never had these conversations before so it's very beneficial um but one of the guys he's he's uh in his he's older and he was saying to the group he's older being i don't mean like a young guy i mean like he's he's had experience in relationships marriage and um and, and what he was saying was, he's like, can you talk to me, Matt, about, about thinking about God and sex? Because that was one of the things that we talked about, is sex is pleasing towards God, towards others and ourselves. Um, and, and who's priority and who do you think about most? And, um, and so he's like, can, and so it was a very foreign concept to think about God related to having sex. And later on it came out that he always has thought his whole life that sex is dirty. And that came up in his childhood. And I'm like, well, no wonder we don't think about God if we think that sex is dirty but a way to purify that is blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god in scripture is is let's start seeing god let's start glorifying God for drives right down the pipe mm-hmm. for me let's glorify God, God when my ball doesn't go out of bounds that's <laughs> that's a win for me and so let's let's glorify God I remember actually Brad and you got me into playing hockey again after a couple of years off and I would go to the rink at 7 a.m and I'm like thank you God for this hobby mm-hmm. it's so cool and he's crushing it right now
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> instead of chirping each other we being kind to each other today. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind <of> chirps that's <laughs> exactly. where we're at exactly so so we want to encourage you that what are the do-do's what are the don't do's that maybe you are doing and god is saying i don't want you to do that anymore and you're holding on to it and what are the do-do's that god does want you to start doing look outside yourself who can you serve like brian said it's huge it's so important when we live in shame and often people who are depressed it's like start serving someone and uh and more joy will come to your life and uh, we hope that that helps it's it's hopefully practical and also important for your way of thinking too so God bless you. God's got you in this journey and he's got more for you. We're excited for that. That's soon. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.